At a hesitant knock on the cabin door, Thomas Kidd's servant paused in shaving his master. Sir, Mr. Hallam's duty and Ushant is sighted to the Nor'east eight miles, blurted the duty midshipman, a little abashed at seeing his captain under the razor. Thank you, Mr. Tours, Kidd grunted. Nicholas Renzi looked up from the papers he was working on by the early morning light. He and Kidd were friends of many years. Both had achieved the quarter-deck from before the mast, but while Kidd had gained command of his own ship, Renzi now pursued scholarly interests and acted as his clerk. Peering out of the stern windows of the little brig sloop, he said hopefully, "'And a fair wind for the downs. I so yearn for a dish of Mistress Butterworth's haricot of mutton.' Teaser had been taken from her patrol line along the French coast near the invasion ports and sent with dispatches, passengers, and mail to the blockading battleships off Brest. A small ship had to expect such lowly employment, but on her return she would have a short spell in deal, then back on station, playing her part to thwart Napoleon Bonaparte's plans for the invasion of England. It was the nightmare that haunted every man, woman, and child, that the moat would be crossed and the staunch island nation must then taste the horrors of war. All it needed was for the Emperor to wrest control from the Royal Navy for a few tides, and, with half a million men under arms and two thousand vessels now in the invasion flotilla, he could flood the country with the armies that had conquered all Europe. Kidd shifted restlessly. Thank you, Tyser. A breakfast when it's ready. The towel was expertly flicked away, and he was released to take up his lieutenant's reworked quarters bill. They'd lost two men to death and wounding, and five to sickness. It had been made very clear that there would be no replacements, for the country had been stripped of trained seamen, and Teaser's humble station did not warrant special treatment. He glanced at the paper irritably. Hallam had no doubt done his best, but to rate up the pleasant but diffident Williams to full gun captain was not the way to fill holes. Even now, after months in Teaser, his first lieutenant seemed not to know the men, their character, their individual strengths and weaknesses. Kid circled Blewett's name in the gun crew and scrawled, To be G.C., then realised that as a sail-trimmer the man could not be expected to absent himself just when his crew would need him. Damn! Very well, he'd make young Rawlings sail-trimmer. Barely more than a ship's boy, he was nevertheless agile and bright. He'd soon learn to swarm up to the tops of the best of them. But would he cope under savage enemy fire? Imperceptibly, the ship's angular rhythm of pitch and roll changed to a smoother rise and fall as she rounded Ushant, the lonely island that marked the northwest extremity of France. Now, with this fair southwesterly, it was a straight run up channel for home. The masthead lookout's hail cut through Kid's thoughts. Sail ho! Sail to the Lubbock Quota! He snatched up his grego against the autumn chill and joined the group on the quarterdeck. Mr. Hallam?